Hey, welcome to Cooking Up Stupid. I'm Grant. And I'm Tyler. We got uh, our friend Avery as a guest today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Avery works at the Omni. He's a spice cook at the moment. Was the sous chef at Spice before, you know, the world went to shit. Right now he's doing a little bit of catering outside of work. Indeed. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, so first of all, of course, I, my name is Avery. I do work at the Omni at uh, Texas Spice. As Grant said, I was once the uh, sous chef there, but now I'm just a regular supervisor. But um, yes, I've been doing my own catering uh, for almost a year now. And, you know, I think it it's a certain time in people's lives when they realize they need to start kind of taking a tr control of their own future. You know, um, I've been working in culinary for years, at least uh, almost 10 years now. And, you know, I'm getting up there in age and I just realized I need to just create my own path going forward, you know. So I, I uh, own my own company called The Rustic Kitchen. And um, what we do there is, you know, food is culture. So um, when you cook, you express yourself. And that's what I do. When we, when we cook things, I don't do things the traditional way. I do things the way I like to do it. I, sometimes I go a little extreme. Sometimes I go a little rustic. It doesn't, you know, it really doesn't matter. But you can, uh, you can find us at the Green Elephant on June 19th between 1 and 6 p.m. We will be a vendor at this fantastic uh, day party that's going to be uh, live. We're going to have live music. We're going to have live DJ. Uh, Throwdown Sound from K104 is going to be there. We're going to have different different vendors. Uh, uh, we have <coughs> CBD vendors. We have seafood vendors. Of course, I'll be doing my Tex-Mex. And uh, just different, uh, Just it's, it's a different vibe. There's people from all over is going to be there. So. I hope you guys catch us this uh, June 19th at the Green Elephant right off of 75. Yeah, that's a nice spot, too. You've been, been there a while since I've been there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen a couple of concerts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you um, know, when you pull up on the uh, in, in the front of the building, it's, you see a small building. Yeah. Then when you go inside, it's like, wow. All oh, dude, the back? The it's back. really spacious. Oh, it's gorgeous, man. So I'm excited. This will actually be my first uh, huge event like this, but um, hopefully it won't be the last. No, that's great. That's mm -hmm. hell yeah, moving in the right direction. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah but I totally understand what you mean. Uh, like, average nine to five day job just doesn't cut it anymore. I mean, I'm I'm speaking for myself. I'm pretty sure I can speak for Tyler too. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's part of what besides you know enjoying doing this. This is part of why we started doing this too. Exactly. That's why we're looking into stocks and stuff like that. Just trying to get a leg ahead. Yeah. To make a little extra money doing something. Yeah. I, I really think that's what this last year has taught a lot of fucking. It's taught a lot of us. It's taught a, it's taught a lot a lot of us that, you know, uh, once you get that time, you know, I have children, I have a family, so when I started spending that time after being furloughed, I realized, you know, how much of life I really wasted away. Not really wasted away, but I worked away. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When I see other people uh, who do own their own businesses, I realize that they have a lot more freedom. I have oh, a friend yeah. who... Uh, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, Hell you yeah. know. As long but as you're making money, everything's good. You work hard and you get to play hard. You know, I have a friend that, you know, since high school, she's always been a really artsy person, very artsy person. I mean, we're from Texas. As soon as we graduated high school, she moved straight to L.A. You know, worked hard out in L.A., opened up her own boutique, really successful there, moved to Texas, opened up another one. You know, and every time I speak with her, she's always somewhere, well, I'm going to Argentina, I'm going to uh, Las Vegas, and I'm going here and there, you know, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. I got to be at work at 5.30 in the morning. So, yeah. So that was kind of, a, you know, motivation. I'm seeing people who actually own their own business take control of their lives, you know. 
and, and my son is five and I missed the first I would say the first two years of his life I was constantly at work constantly 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 so it's time to make some changes man I mean, that's just the way you know our society is built and I mean you got to do what you got to do to get by but <clears throat> there's always another way like always. for me hearing that about the traveling that's one of my greatest passions uh, I love to travel it's been well not really traveling but actually going somewhere new it's right. been a long time yeah it's nice to go somewhere you've never been before yeah, yeah. especially when you just go by yourself and you're just there like I go to New York City, but my family lives there. I go there all the time, so it's not like a vacation for me. Some people they've never been, so they're like, "Oh my God, it's awesome!" I'm like, yeah, I've been twenty times. Like, it's like I've never been to New York. Neither have I. It's badass. I would never want to live there, but <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> That's how I feel about New Orleans, man. Yeah, but I mean, to be there a couple days, see all the sights. Yeah, it's nice. Best around Christmas time. Yeah. All the Christmas stuff. Badass. Yeah, I love that. And Central Park is amazing best thing about New York City. It's yeah. huge. Never Have you ever been out of the country ever? Never been out of the country, man. I mean, if you could go anywhere in the world, no matter what the cost, no matter, like, nothing out of your pocket the entire time, where, where would you want to go? It's two places I always said I wanted to go. One, my bucket list, I have to go to Egypt because I have to see the pyramids. But, go Egypt. You know, uh, Nubia, uh, or what is it? Yeah. In Nubia, it's uh, the Sudan, Sudanese mm. countries. They have like three to four times as many pyramids as Egypt. Oh wow! They're yeah. older but smaller. Wow. Now that you know that says a lot because they say the pyramids could be at least fifteen thousand years older than what they have uh, said to be. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Um, the second place I would like to go is um, Iceland. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I've right? seen some amazing pictures from yeah. there. That's on my bucket list. That's on your bucket Sometimes list? I see a picture, I'm like, that Hawaii and I look Iceland. I was like, what? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I'm, a, I'm all about scenery. I, I uh, I mean, I've flown by well, near Iceland twice now, and I've always wanted to go. I've, I've heard Reykjavik, the capital city, is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Mm -hmm. And just having fire and ice like that in the landscape. That's it, man. Amazing. I, I want to watch the, I don't know if you guys remember the Travel Channel. Yeah, I remember the Travel Channel. channel. Uh, there was this show on there called, um, I forget the name of it, but there was this lady who, who traveled all around the world, kind of like the Anthony Bourdain thing, but mm -hmm. she stayed in different hotels. And she once stayed in a hotel in Iceland that was made of ice. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ice like, yeah. ice, ice hotel, or was that in Greenland? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen one in either of those two. I've only seen the ones in, like, Alaska. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, that's, I think that's the dopest thing in the world. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 I don't know about Iceland, but uh, definitely the cheapest country I've been to in Europe, at least, is... Well, that's English is the primary culture would be Ireland. Hmm. Ireland's really cheap. It's also beautiful. Not quite like Iceland, but I don't know. The Irish are really good people. They're really nice, really friendly. They have a lot of castles out there, right? Uh, in Ireland, not so... Well, they do. They're a bit older. But uh, if you really want castles, uh, it'd be like Scotland and Wales. Yeah, I get those two mixed up. Scotland, Ireland. There's a lot of badass castles in Europe. Coolest castles I've seen were in, uh, like, Central Europe, like Austria, Germany. I just love how they're in the middle of nowhere. It's just trees all around them. So you don't oh, see yeah. nothing else. It's amazing how life was in those days, right? Gosh. Oh, we'd... We'd Simple, hate our lives. Simpler times. No, we'd hate our lives. Oh my god. 
Just we'd be peasants in some king's army just to, like, I don't know, because somebody insulted him, like, yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> Our society may suck, but it's way better than that. Yeah. Yeah, just the hygiene alone, man. Could you imagine bringing somebody back from those times into now, you know, have them sit in your car and say something? Emphasize the age. Watch the TV. Oh my gosh, they, that'd be crazy. They wouldn't know what to do. Heck no. I mean, that's like uh, people that have been locked up for a long time, like 30 years. They've never seen a cell phone, and they walk out into the world, and there's a huge time of adjustment. Taking somebody from 100 years ago, even if they were geniuses, they'd lose their mind. Yeah. You know, prison is a time capsule, man. I have a cousin who went in. Uh, he did like eight years. And when he went in, you know, this the culture of, of hip-hop then was, you know, Big rims, tall tees, you know, do rags. So he went in during that time, and he got out maybe not too long ago. And first thing he told me is, "Man, I just went and bought me a Crown Vic, and I just put some twenty twos on it." And I'm, I wanted to tell him, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. Like, you know, people don't really do that no more. But he, because he was so happy about it, and he was like, "Yo, man, you want to see it, man? I just got twenty twos, and I got the wood grain steering wheel." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. that's nice." Hell, the people that even do. I mean, <laughs> You see that a little bit further down here in the south, but man, people that still do that, 22s aren't even that big these days. No. Yeah. I mean, I still remember, uh, you know, all those uh, photos of Hurricane Harvey a few years ago. People rolling around on, like, lifted cars and shit. Like, man, y'all thought I was stupid. Houston, you see the most. I was out there for Harvey, man. I was actually stranded for Harvey. Oh, dude, I, I did a little bit of uh, relief work. Out there? Yeah. Man, you saw, you saw all the water. It was a lot. It was a lot. You know, um, I was in a situation you guys were just recently in with this with this winter frost. I was at work, and my boss asked me, hey, you know, I worked in a hotel, the Houstonian Hotel. Hey, Avery, you know, the hurricane is about to, it's going to make landfall tonight. You know, you can get a room. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm thinking, oh, these guys are looking out. And, you know, I agreed to it, and... That was the night Mayweather and, and uh, Conor McGregor fought, and we stayed up all night watching this fight uh, in one of the hotel rooms, and you know, we finally go to bed late, and then I get a, a phone call at 5 a.m. It's my boss. He wants us to come down to the kitchen. Uh, only two of us show up, and they, they tell us, you know, the hotel has been breached. There's, there's water. The, the whole first floor, in the, it was the parking garage area, mm -hmm. it was just already filled with water. So what we had to do was move all of the food at, at, in this kitchen. It was a huge kitchen, so I think we yeah, had... Hopefully your car wasn't on the first floor. Uh, my car was actually parked in the elevated area. Oh, so, nice. you know, that area kind of didn't get flooded. But anything that was below that, like, people lost a lot, you know, a lot. Um, that kitchen had, like, 13 coolers, and we had to clear out all of them. Holy and God. take them up to the clubhouse, which was at an elevated area. That's where they moved everybody to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, working on the clock the whole and the entire time because we still had a few guests in the, in the hotel. They had to stay in a club area with with employees. And it was just, it was crazy, man. You still had to feed people. You still had to make sure everybody was good. So mm -hmm. talking about working around the clock, you know, you wake up in the morning, you, you're working, making sure everybody's okay. And people still have to eat lunch. People still have to eat dinner. And then you do that for days in a row, being stranded, you can't go anywhere, so. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It was, a uh, Harvey was pretty rough, man, but. I mean, no, it wasn't just Harvey. I mean, there was a string of three hurricanes that were just back and back and back, and that, man. I'm curious, that since was the terrible. weather's been weird here this year, it's been crazy, like summer.
still hasn't even been that hot yet. It just got Rain to the 90s day. today. I know, that's, that's crazy. It. And then you feel that bad because there's a breeze. Yeah. I was like, it still hasn't felt really like summer. It's humid. I've read a, a couple of reports saying that Dallas's uh, climate is starting to switch with Houston's. It's been very humid lately. Man, we get so much rain now. Yeah. It takes oh, me back to a few yeah. years ago when uh, it just rained all spring and everything flooded. Here? Yeah. That was in 2015. Yeah, in Arlington, my favorite golf course got flooded and it was closed for a whole year because of that. I remember that. My car got flooded out. Man. I remember that back in 2007, they did the same thing and it rained every single day of the summer. It seemed like overcast every day. Still hasn't stopped. I want to plant grass in the back, but can't until it stops raining at least a little bit. Yeah, I'm just getting washed away at this point. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, I think we're in for a really, really brutal summer. Well, I'm worried about hurricane season. Let's only have a hurricane season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really we don't really have to worry about hurricanes here, at least. No, but yeah, I, yeah. T- I feel like it's like the United States in general. I think it's going to be a very turbulent uh, tornado season this fall. Yeah. Right. I think it's gonna be interesting too. I mean, was that last year? Was that last year when we had at least what three or four hurricanes in the ocean at once in the Atlantic? Was that last I year? I think we had like five. It was five. It was last year. That was crazy. I've never seen that before. It was uh, last year. Was also the first time in about ten years that a hurricane made direct land contact with Florida. So I mean, there is a lot more activity. I mean, climate is changing very rapidly. Very rapidly. You know, scientists say that we've already reached the point of no return as far as, like, CO2 emissions. That doesn't surprise me. Right. You see, but humanity always has a way of exploiting nature to a point where we have to figure something out, and we normally do. Uh, Natural gas isn't going to last forever. Oh, no. They're going to have to come up with something. They already have their ways. They just don't want to change it because, you know, they're making bank. People don't care about sustainability as long as there's profit to be made. As long as they're making money, they're good. I'm all for making money, but you got to take care of what's keeping you alive. Exactly. We'll be fine. We won't run out of nothing when we're alive, but you gotta worry for the about future children, they got their children. Something's going to happen. You know, I, I saw a documentary where, the, uh, where they said that the alternative energy source would be uh, biomass. Biomass yeah. is basically cutting down trees, turning it into wood chips, and burning it. Now, what kind of a solution is that? I don't know much about yeah, we would it. We would have so. no trees in a year. <laughs> I mean, you saw what they did with the Amazon. Yeah. So I, I don't even think that's the biggest problem coming up for humanity in the next 100 years. Uh, my biggest worry is shortage of fresh water, clean water. Yeah. California. They yeah, I mean, problem. just they look at the west of the U.S. right now. I was just looking at an article about it. Extreme drought. I remember crazy. What uh, two or three years ago we were in a really serious drought, but that was nothing compared to what they're doing. Oh, our droughts here, we get rain. We're used to it though. Austin doesn't get rain, but we get rain. But uh, no, I feel like eventually humanity, because technology advances so rapidly, we'll have to increase desalinization for clean water and somehow come up with a way to scrub the air of carbon dioxide because we're not going to plant more.
trees in time. No. We always need more space. No, I saw there's like this algae or something that they would grow on the ocean and it absorbs a lot of the carbon dioxide. I saw something about that. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, but that algae can be very dangerous to life. Yeah. Like the fish. Well, Florida gets the red algae plumes that choke off the entire ecosystem for months at a time. So basically, point is, don't mess with the natural damage of the earth. Oh, Mother Nature is a bitch. Yeah, She'll come uh, back and slap the hell out of you like Macron. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, speaking of that technology, I mean, Avery, what do you think of this? Do you think we will ever find the answer to whether humans are alone or we're just one of many? You know, thinking about that, um, with all this stuff that's coming out on the news with these UFOs, man, you, you, you can't rule anything out. But I've always said that since we don't know how we became what we are, our very existence should be the most interesting thing to all human beings. And since we don't know what this universe is and, and we don't know where it came from, you can't rule anything out. So I think it would be very self-centered for us to say that we are the only life out there given the fact that there are billions and billions and billions of galaxies. Mm -hmm. um, whether they've came here or not, I don't know. But think about it, the Earth has been here for four, four billion years. We don't know what has happened in those, uh, in those four billion years. So. And that's just since the Earth born. Yeah, Our sun wasn't hey, one the of Earth the first is, suns. Right. The Earth is young. Right. In the galaxy. Well, like we're really old. Are you talking about intelligent life or just even microbial? I would say microbial will be, in my opinion, will probably be more common than intelligent life. Because think about it. Earth has been here for four billion years. And out of those four billion years, you had X. Yet unlimited amounts of tribes that intelligent life, right? Oh yeah. And if you put uh, the whole Earth's existence on a one-hour clock, humans only come up in the last two minutes at maybe no, eleven fifty-eight. I think it's like no, not even two minutes. I think it may be a blink of an eye. Right. Mm -hmm. So in 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 all those four billion years, you had all of these chances of intelligent life, and we finally come up with us. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you factor that into all of the planets that has the uh, the capability of sustaining life, how many of those planets are going to go through all of those tries and come up with intelligent life? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So maybe intelligent life may be a lot more rare than we may think, but uh, they're definitely out there. Well, intelligent life like humans, of course. I think there's microbial life all around us. Yeah, well, yeah it has to be. It has to be. Because imagine all the comets stuff that hit everything. It's like there's going to be something on some comets. I mean, they, organic material. Yeah came here from somewhere. You know, there's the idea of panspermia from yeah, Mars or other things. Yeah. But We're saying how bacteria can survive in the vacuum of space and stuff. And I mean, look at, uh, oh, what are they? Jeez, the, the really, really hard to kill, like, microscopic bear. You're going to have to look that one up. Speaking of which, they just uh, they just defrosted a worm that that has been frozen for twenty four thousand years, I read and it came that. alive, uh -huh. and it has already self reproduced. It, it doesn't. It's, what is that? What do you call it? Asexual, or well, you don't need a male or female companion to reproduce. Yeah, it automatically called? does it. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome, bro. You think we should mess with something like that? Tardigrades. That's what I was thinking. Tardigrades. Tardigrades. They can survive in space. They will enter a sleep cycle and they can 
survive just about anything. Uh, I mean, panspermia is likely. But we only look for life of what we know of. I mean, there are other areas in the universe, of course, that will have liquid seas of ammonia or any other chemical you can think of. What kind of like a Jupiter or something that rains like acid on some planets? It's crazy. I mean, some, who knows? There could be some civilization out there way more developed than us, and it could be the norm that they breathe. I feel like no matter who you meet, they're going to be way more advanced than us. We're idiots. <laughs> hey, I always say there's a one punch man out there somewhere. Yeah, I believe it. You have, a, you have a Goku and a Gohan out there. Especially kind of like you said about all these alien stuff pop up. Like, I've seen a lot, because I watch a lot of documentaries, especially on Netflix, stuff like that. There's so many, and I'm just, when you see stuff, it's like, they're so advanced. Like, there's nothing can compare to what we have. Like, it takes us forever to get wherever. Right. It's like, we can't even travel that fast our own planet. Right. For these things to do what they're doing. And they can know. just do it in space. They can just go 10,000 miles an hour and just stop on a dime. Well, I mean, like that's if the, we that's stopped the, on a dime, we'd go through the window shield. Like, that's I mean, the uh, huge question that quantum mechanics tries to answer. Can you do faster than light travel? Can you actually, within a short period of time, like a lifetime, go to another system mm-hmm. or go further and actually explore other parts to see? Yeah, so if there's like wormholes and stuff that you can bend time and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's the that's the other amazing. side of it. If there's no such thing as faster than light travel, you would have to have the technology to create wormholes and, you know, accurately... Hey, know we can create now little mini black holes, like... Yeah, we can. That's crazy. It's crazy to think that a little over a hundred years ago, the first airplane was made. Mm-hmm. And Not even that long space. ago. Now we're now in space. That's a lifetime. We got stuff on Mars. Yeah. We got a machine outside of our solar system, finally. In near interstellar space. Yeah. It's not even our galaxy, anyway. Or our solar system. It's in our galaxy, but not in our solar system. Well, well going back to uh, quantum mechanics, like, is uh, quantum entanglement not almost faster than light? It should be faster than light, because that's instantaneous, right? Yeah. Uh, Quantum entanglement, right? It is. Um, I don't know. You see... I have the feeling that maybe not within our lifetimes, but once Einstein is proved to be absolutely wrong, because I think he will be proved absolutely wrong, oh, absolutely. if no, humans no, no, no. are to expand and colonize other planets, mm-hmm. he has to be. Yeah. I, I think quantum mechanics, too, will eventually be tossed into the trash bin or just remembered as a part of human development. I mean, just think of think of where we were 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. America, the United States was still a brand new country. Mm-hmm. Nothing we know of, it, like, no just about everything in this room nothing. right here, would be absolutely alien. Oh, yeah. yeah. Think of uh, one of us stepping into 200 years from now. I don't think I want to step into 200 years from now. Neither do I. <laughs> Especially if... Dude, could you imagine? Oh, man, that'd be crazy. I wonder what 200 years from now is going to be like. That'd be insane. Oh, man. I always say, I wonder who the presidents are going to be. That's what's... Do you think that form of society will even last? I don't know. Do you think 
the world would improve or just get it worse? depends on I think everybody's morals and who's all the leaders in the country what, what we let people get away with the people that are elected officials tyrants in the world whatever because China's not getting better so if we stay par on course I think I think humanity will snuff itself out in the next 150 years or so if we get past 200 years, I feel like we'd be able to expand to the point where we wouldn't be able to kill ourselves anymore. Because right now, literally, all it takes is a single accidental press of a button. Yeah. The whole world's in flames. Yeah. So that's part of the Great Filter, right? That is the Great Filter. So what if there were other civilizations out there in the past who would, didn't make it through that filter? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They destroyed they themselves before they can actually miss them on the star. And I mean, there are many types of great filter that one would be nuclear holocaust mm -hmm. the other one we're facing is overpopulation uh, we've moved a little bit past over industrialization but we might have screwed the climate enough like you said no coming back who knows uh, with the Large Hadron Collider there was fears when they were first making it that we would create unstable quark matter Mm -hmm. uh, quark matter, as we know it right now, dissipates. The strange, unstable quark matter would expand and convert all matter around it into this strange, unstable quark matter at the speed of light. Mm. So, a single atom of that is created, everything gone. You wouldn't feel it, you'd just be done. So Thanos could be real. Man, if Thanos is... <laughs> He'd be just be absorbing everything. You know, interesting fact. You know, when you talk about you talk about the past, this is a totally off subject. But I read this the other day. Did you know that when the train, when the railroad was first built, uh, conductors didn't go over fifty miles an hour because they thought that the women, if if women were on the train and the train went over fifty miles an hour, their uterus, what, what is it? The uterus would, this would uh, like. Collapse, or, collapse like or be thrown out of them. Yeah, I actually read that just the other day too. That's crazy. Well, I never heard of that. That's crazy, man. I so saw I saw that in the meme, and I was just like, "What? There's no way." I had to look it up. That fear kept people from going over 50 miles an hour. Yeah, so just imagine. Well, I mean, back right. in the day, considering yeah. the most you had was one horsepower, and that's right. riding a horse. 50 miles an hour is mm -hmm. like. Two hundred thirty. What's that? I wonder how fast horses go. Probably like thirty. At a sprint, uh, like maybe, but a sustained fifty. That'd kill a horse real damn quick. Oh hell yeah! Rocket the technology today. So just imagine the fears that we have now. Uh, just going forward with technology and going forward into the future, and the fears that are keeping us from from moving forward and advancing. Well, you know, with the advent of uh, steam technology, you mentioned the pyramids earlier, and this is kind of getting off subject, but uh, did you know that the ancient, yeah, it was the ancient Greeks actually discovered steam power? Yeah. I would actually need to look up who discovered it. It was one of their philosophers at the time, but they didn't think of think of it as uh, advancement or anything. They just used it in parlor tricks and at parties to just impress people and spin gears or just make water move. Uh, while I think things like the pyramids, Stonehenge, and 
similar structures cropping up around all all over the world at different places of time regardless of human technology absolutely amazing i think human ingenuity is something that should never be underestimated yeah. that's why i i find it very hard to believe that aliens are the ones that created the ancient wonders right but man could you imagine where our civilization would be if we had discovered you know steam power in pre Jesus days that'd be wild well yeah have you ever watched ancient uh, aliens yeah they slapped that uh the alien tag on everything. Everything. I can't. I can't watch it. I mean, man, there's so much stuff. Kind of like you said, like stuff that's built, where like they carve stuff perfectly out of granite and stuff like that. Where you don't have any machines like that way back then. So it's just right. like, how did they do this? And it's just like, kind of like you said, like don't underestimate like what we're capable of. But it's like they said, like they'd have to have like diamond, like tip drills, like diamond things. saws and stuff, and everything's literally perfect. And it's just like, how is that done? It's like, man, I have no idea. How well, you just got to remember the uh, <clears throat> the resources of Earth are finite. And so what we've had is what we've had. It's about exploita exploitation of those resources. I mean, King Tut had a dagger made out of a meteor. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can do that. you got to give the ancient world more credit. I mean, the fact that they made weapons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just imagine the, the the weaponry that they had back then that we, we probably, I would figure, I feel like somebody, a civilization that's thousands of years old that has complex systems and militaries, you know, in different ways to kill. I don't know if you guys read a lot about how they, I'm going back into Willie now, tortured people back then. They came <laughs> up with some really, they came up with some really interesting ways to do yeah, things, yeah, right? And just, just imagine, if they, when they did focus, it's not a matter of if, but when they did focus all their energy on their military, you know, they, they came up with some pretty uh, gruesome ways to hurt each other, kill each other, whatever. Uh, the weaponry that they that they created was uh, just amazing, you know. So. Well, I mean, that's uh, that also goes into talk about you know human biodiversity. I mean, we're all human, but we all have different. Uh, cultures, ancestry, traditions, ethnicities, everything that makes humanity fascinating, even if we are alone. Mm -hmm. uh, diversity like that is what I think will drive our future. Mm -hmm. Different ideas, different focuses. If we were all to come together and focus on something, hell yeah, we'd get it done. Oh, absolutely. But we'd lose a lot along the way. Mm -hmm. I think that if there is another alien race or species out there there could be a possibility where they just said okay this is good enough let's focus on like spreading out and the technological improvement stops so they could have sent a probe to us thousand years ago and like man all right we could take over this planet they're just fighting each other on horses with swords no, and yeah. arrows and they show up and we still got pretty much nothing Anyway, came here. They could do whatever. I yeah. mean, what if they just stopped at like nuke the the splitting of the atom, just nuclear technology? Oh yeah. That's you know, just their apex of military. Everything else is advanced. But you heard that story about those like the nuclear, all our nuclear weapons that a UFO like flew over and they turned everything off. Yeah. 
I've heard about that one so much. It's yeah. fucking crazy. It's scary. Just scary. Because just imagine if it is, if it's not alien and it is one of our adversaries. I think that's scary thought. Oh, that'd be super. I'd rather it be an alien. <laughs> right. Like yeah. Russia or someone. Like, oh, yeah, they just turned off all Do their stuff by just flying over it. If there was an obvious alien threat, at least obvious to world governments, maybe not people like us, do you think we could put our differences aside? No. Mm -hmm. Humans are... Because humans, like, some would, but not everyone's going to want to do anything. Do you think the two biggest economies and the two biggest militaries, China and Russia, or the United States, would be able to work together to try to defend the planet? I don't think so. It depends. If it was everyone, uh, some people won't care. Yeah. Or, the, you know, some people, they just won't believe Well, I mean, like, ah, the awful. military players in the world, like the developed world, the developing world, like the larger countries in Asia, Europe, Russia, United States. I don't know. Maybe. But I think families are a microcosm of that. Just think about it. If we are all one big family on this planet, you know. I've seen families who had a, a major death in a family and everybody comes together and it's a funeral and you would think that this one death would bring that family together but then they just end up fighting to turn each other's head off or whatever at, or at a family reunion. It's the same way with, with governments here. We're one big family on this planet that some of us don't get along. That's a very good point. If we had an alien threat, I would think that we would somewhat work with each other, like China, the U.S., and Russia, but I think we have so much secret stuff in our arsenal we wouldn't want to reveal to to the other superpower that we wouldn't it wouldn't be a full cooperation because yeah. we don't trust each other that's you know a, what I'm saying that's a very astute point I, I, I've heard the phrase that you know all the problems you face in your life are, is a microcosm of the world's problems yeah. and we don't lack I mean we lack the uh, knowledge and wherewithal to solve all of our problems right. so. No one will ever solve all the world's problems. I mean, if there is, if there's no problems, no, no conflict, no anything like that going on, the world's a boring place. Humanity does not like boring. But, but you know why we can't solve all the world's problems? We can't save the world because this is everybody's first time at life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody can say, well, I've done this, but I've been here before, and I've handled a, a, a huge, a major genocide, or I've, I've handled this before, I've, done, I've been through this before. And no, nobody. Every, this is everybody's first time in life, so uh, you just take things as they come and you try to handle it the best way possible. You get what I'm saying? But I mean, I- even if you do get, do get to that point, like uh, I'll throw this out there for historical context: uh, veterans of World War One that were eventually in charge of countries were like, "Okay, we've been through this before. We're going to do the same thing for World War Two. What do they not count on? Technological advancement." That's why things were totally different. Mm-hmm. I I don't think anything is ever the same. They say if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. That's not true. Uh, I've always believed if you know your history, you're just doomed to watch as it repeats itself. Because a lot of people throw history away. Yeah, It's an important thing to know, but it's not, I wouldn't say vital, but with the way we're advancing now, I mean, hell, we're on Mars. We're staking claims on the moon now. We're, mm-hmm. we're talking about a moon base in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm so surprised we don't have more stuff on the moon. Me too. Because it's so close. Me too. I'm Just excited about it. Just because it's so close. It doesn't take us long at all to get there. But I am so excited about, when they talk about things like this, putting bases on the moon, 
faces on Mars. I'm so excited about that. When they talk about aliens, I feel like I would be the only one. Even if it was an alien, an alien invasion, I would probably be the only one still happy about it. Just because it is aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be excited. I ain't gonna lie. I would drop everything and try to study everything about them. Right. Right. That's interesting. I, I, so, I was asked this years ago, uh, if you had the chance right now to fly to Mars, would you do it? Not at all. Absolutely not. What about you, Tyler? No, my situation here, no. If I was, like, single by myself, yeah, yeah I would. No, yeah. that's how I was when I was asked, and I, without a moment's hesitation, I said yes. Yeah, if I was a single man, no family, yeah, sure, why not? Especially you just say get there. Like, you're saying you just get there like that. See it come back alive? Heck yeah. yeah! The possibility of you dying along the way or you dying there on impact stands. That's a horrible death. Man. You'd go down forever. Space is very unforgiving. Space is this. Humans should have a natural fear of the ocean because that is the deadliest place on Earth. But space? Trillions of Heck, even our oceans. They said, like, we haven't explored, like, 90-some percent of the ocean. We know more, we know way more about our solar system than yeah, we know about our ocean. ocean. And that's sad. I know, that's what, that's what gives this whole thing with the, you know, UFOs. Or we can't even go down just, deep enough. Yeah. Like, we yeah. haven't, we have nothing. It's like, that's still crazy to me, too. We've mapped more of Mars and a few other celestial bodies than we have at the bottom of our oceans. Priorities, man. Probably. Which is worse, being stranded in the middle of the ocean or in space? Middle of the ocean. Middle of the ocean? Middle I would think so. Middle of the ocean would suck. That would really suck. Well, With a storm. what context is space? Like, you're just drifting away from your ship or you're just in the middle of fucking nowhere? I think either way will be just terrified, right? Drifting away from your ship. There's a movie out called uh, Stowaway. Have you heard of it? That neither one y'all heard of. It. See, that sounds familiar. Is that on Netflix? Seen it. It's on Netflix, so it's about astronauts going on a trip to Mars, right? But some for some reason, one of the engineers who worked on the spacecraft was I think he stole away. He was stuck in the ceiling in one of the compartments, mm-hmm. so they didn't realize it until they were already in space. So halfway to Mars, they realized, hey, we're not gonna make it to Mars. You only have enough oxygen to to um, for us three to survive. Now we have a fourth person on board. We don't have enough food for all of us to survive. So by the time we make it to Mars, we'd probably be dead. So we have to, this guy has to go out of the airlock. Something, somebody, something has to give or we all die. So that's the decision that these guys are faced with. What would you do in that, in that situation? That's the, I've always had this argument. I've always asked myself, would I, if I was in a plane crash like the one in the Andes, where they resorted to cannibalism or the, you know, the, what is it? That was a good movie. What was the, the, God, the I pioneer group that got guy. lost in the Rockies and had to resort to cannibalism? The soccer team, right? Well, that was the plane crash, but okay. back in the day when uh, uh, Manifest Destiny was still happening and they were... Americans just going straight to California. They'd have to cut through the Rockies. A huge group got lost and stuck in the wintry conditions and started 
resorting to cannibalism. I don't know. Do I ask myself if I could do that? I don't know. Alright. You never know until you get a good Life experience. is precious. Yeah. All life is precious. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could bring myself to do that. But you you never know until you're put into that situation. Yeah, yeah. Your will to survive will probably drive you to do it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you never know what you're capable of until you're putting in that do or die situation. Yeah. And once you've done something like that, you're a changed person. For life. And not just that, I mean, you can come out and be remorseful. That can become a new part of you, or you can just accept it as what it is, and you can become well, you'd have like like more to to other You would have to be scarred. Even the person you But uh, for those out there, I mean, if you are a cannibal, <laughs> don't forget, you should stop, but never eat a person's brain. Hey man, I was like, right? No, have you ever heard of prions? No. Prions are uh, protein folds that exist in, uh, in people's brains. I'm not sure if they're in other animals, but uh, some of them will mutate and basically turn a person into a zombie. It will not make them look like zombies, obviously. It won't be able to spread transmission, but they will become cannibalistic and downright crazy. This is real. Yes. Uh, the Papa, the small bit of Papua New Guinea tribes that do practice ritualistic cannibalism will have this happen every once in a while. Oh, man. I can, you know what? The zombie apocalypse. I would have taken that over COVID. Right. <laughs> I think know. everybody would come out a lot less angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be... You know, I think about these things. Would I be prepared if something like that happened? Right, if what would you do if it started right here, right now? Zombie came crashing, or like a zombie arm just rips through that window right there. Like get one of my golf clubs out of that thing, start whacking away. All right. Yeah, protect what them. after that? What are we, what are we doing? Man, you trapped. Definitely here. get some guns. Not trapped. If you, man, I would, I would not hunker down here. No offense, Tyler. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't got enough weapons here or anything. Right. So how would you make it through that sea? Those sea of zombies out there. I'd go to, to my. Because I mean, if it's zombies, you're good in a car as long as you got uh, gas. I'd go find my know, parents because I know they got a lot of guns. Go get some guns. Go buy some. The more people, the better. I don't know. These I mean, made me think about the amount of ammo I have at home. I don't even have enough. Not even about that. I'm just thinking about, you know, supplies, food supplies. That too. If you get into a well-fortified position, I'm sure you'd be able to survive for a while. But as long as your supplies hold out. COVID yeah, it's going to be hard because people go crazy just like COVID get all the food. Exactly. So exactly. COVID taught us that, you know, if you don't act early, you're kind of going to be screwed for a while until more supplies become available. But I don't know. With the zombie outbreak, I feel like the more people that are... Especially after COVID, people will react quicker. Yeah. They'd storm your superstores like a Walmart, a Target, Ace Hardware, the gun stores, the hospitals and places like that is to see the highest number of fatalities. Outright. That's why you might just want to hunker down first and just like wait it out a day or two and then, then go for it. 
let yeah. most of the masses die off first. Right. You really think anybody here would, or anywhere would be ready for that? Hell no. No. And seeing a loved one turn on them and try well, to Well, I feel like now people, like, they can't even live without their cell phones. Like, imagine when, like, cell phone towers will go out, there's no communication. People freak out just because of that. They wouldn't be able to survive. I mean, are you able to tell <coughs> northwest, east, south, just by looking up? Yeah. yeah. Stars, if it's clear enough, I can find my way. Well, I mean, we're already ahead of most people. <laughs> you know, did we ever figure out why everyone was buying uh, paper towels and toilet tissue for COVID? I, my thought is they were treating it like a hurricane or yeah. something like that. That makes no sense to and me I to this day. I uh, couldn't find paper towels nowhere. Oh, for like a solid month. <laughs> Even water. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's weird because it's COVID. You should yeah. have faucet water. Yeah. But it's just people wanted that bottle of water. Fear of the unknown. Crazy. So we have a zombie apocalypse. I can see the people buying a bunch of paper towels and water. I feel like there's definitely more likely we're going to see aliens first before zombies. Think so? I think so. Oh. I think so. I mean, unless we create a viral pathogen in a lab, and who knows? Maybe some like military can't out there. That much either. I feel like after so much stress, we just shut down. Well, maybe like our some body, like you know, it blacks out. Like it makes you unconscious. It makes you unconscious. Maybe so you somebody layered. tries to control, and then the control just breaks, and it's just mindless drones out there. Pretty cool, though. <laughs> like I said, I, I feel like these next hundred fifty years are going to be the most important human uh, civilization. Two hundred yeah. years. Well, I mean, we screw up because we definitely have the possibility of wiping each other out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm proud of us. We haven't had a world war in a long time. I can't believe it's been this long since the actual world war. Yeah. It's been a while. There, I think it's technically, cause, I cause believe there have been like seven. Because like back in the day, like gosh, there was a lot of big wars, like where a lot of people died. Now it's between like Iraq and mm -hmm. Afghanistan. I mean, that was a while ago. Where it's actually fighting, where you'll see explosions and stuff. I think wars would be uh, future wars would be far different. Oh yeah, you know. It's yeah. trending towards autonomous. Yeah. But there's nothing. Yeah. I don't think, with the way technology stands, I don't think there's anything as precise as boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. Not saying that I support that, but if you want something done, you can't rely on autonomy forever. You got to get hands on with it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I think wars would definitely be uh, far differently. You never know, man. I think cyber warfare is going to rule the next century. And I kind of think like think that's been going on for the past decade. We just don't really know about it. Just think about well, the amount of cyber attacks on the United States yeah. increase every day to like millions. Yeah, right? you get all that junk out of space. Turn I mean, that shit up. Yeah. Takes a pebble, a fraction of a pebble, rupture your spacecraft or your suit, and that's it. Space is unforgiving. You say the ocean's a harsh mistress, but space is just the devil. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that's enough of that existential nihilism there for a while. Right. Well, Tyler. That's some good alien talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
What was your thought after game seven, man? Disappointment. But I did predict that the Clippers would beat the Mavs, so. You got me but by one game. Yep, I should have. I should have bet you. You were you were starting to lean towards what I was saying though after the first two games. Yeah, but I still didn't believe it. You gotta finish it. You gotta win four games. No matter if you win three games, you gotta win four. They had an eighty-three percent chance. I feel like that was too high. Just after winning two games. games. I can't. Cause that's halfway there. You just halfway to anywhere. You ain't got it. That is just be some help when it comes to sports, man. Our sports teams just aren't doing it for us. Okay, the two... I will always have faith in the Mavericks as long as they have Luka. The Cowboys, I will always have faith in. I don't care what the situation is. The only time I did not have faith is when Moromo got hurt and Dak was new to the scene. Mm -hmm. And look what happened then. I think if Romo had a few more years of uh, just without the injuries, I think they would have... If he had the line... Yeah, towards the last year he got replaced yeah. earlier in his career, I guarantee you. I felt like we would definitely would have went to an NFC yeah. uh, championship. Definitely in his prime. No, I guarantee you rings. <coughs> Romo is the, w easily the most <coughs> underrated quarterback of the last decade. I know. He, I mean, he used to piss me off year after year. Man, he was sling it, man. He was Brett Favre without help. Yeah. He would sling that thing. He would sling it, but... I would say towards the end of his career, I just I just knew Romo could get it done, but the injuries, man, just came in. He's the only guy I've ever seen play a sport with a broken back like that. That's crazy. That is crazy. But I will always have faith in the Cowboys. Like, I, I still don't see them winning a Super Bowl <coughs> until Jerry Jones is not the general manager. I just want him to win a couple playoff games, and I'd be happy enough. Right? I like at this point. Jerry Jerry's not going to fire himself. No, That's the biggest not. problem. No. Yeah, I bet. Position I Even Yeah, e no, I think Steven will be better. Mm -hmm. Our drafts have gotten considerably better since he started having a little bit of input. Him, Will McClain? Yeah. The two teams that I have absolutely no faith in, and it pains me to say because they're two of my favorite teams, the Rangers and the Stars. The oh, Rangers. No faith in the Rangers whatsoever as long as John McDaniels is still the president. And he's young. He and ain't old. I don't think he's going nowhere. I say trade everything trade everything of value right now because they're not doing anything for the next six to seven years. Yeah. The Stars, I don't know what the hell is wrong with them. They made the playoffs, man. They have they, they were they have all the talent in the world. They went to seven games in the championship game last year. Where they could have literally won the whole thing and I they can't, made the playoffs. I can't think of a better lineup in hockey. But didn't we have injuries though? What? We Ben Bishop and Tyler Sagan were out the whole year. But that's just two players. I get it, Ben Bishop, he's a glass goalkeeper though. That's to be expected. Sagan has been unproductive for the last year or two. He has his moments, but the rest of that loss the roster is amazing. I love the stars. That atmosphere is amazing. It's a great place to be as a fan. And hockey, uh, hockey is a very hard place here. I mean, it has a hard place here. Because I know it's Texas. Like, it is fun going to those games. Like, I enjoy it. I'm not a big hockey person, but games, I have fun. Ranger games, that's boring, but, you know, 
Just relax. Going get, to the game. Always get peanuts. Because yeah. it keeps me busy. Like, always get peanuts. No, going to Rangers games, going to any baseball game is so much better than watching it on TV. On TV, you just can't. No, TV can't is so it. boring. I've done both. I've watched it on TV and been to the game. Game is a lot, it's a better experience. Oh, yeah. I go to eat food. I love to eat. So, but as far as sitting and watching the game, I just, I can't. I can't. I mean, I, I still want to go out and see the new ballpark. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. That's Probably yeah. outside it looks like a, just a concrete coffin, but... Inside looks nice. Yeah, it looks like, I always said it looks like a big, like, warehouse. I mean, like a big barn. I mean, the other only professional sport we have here is FC Dallas. Aren't they usually pretty good? They're decent, but they always... It's around, I think it's... Around this time of year, uh, the bigger clubs across the across the sea come a knocking for talent. They pay FC Dallas to trade them. They trade them. Why well, they never win? Yeah. Have you guys watched the lingerie league football? Mm-hmm. No. They still have that. Games? Yeah, man, those girls play. I thought that was. I thought they got rid of that years no, ago. Man, those girls play. They play hard. They play really good. I think it's disrespectful that they have them running around and what they they're running around. Oh with. yeah, man. Skimpy clothes. That's like those the only really way they can sell. It, and it's sad. Uh-huh. Cause those girls really play. They put their hearts into it, man. You see, I, that's the one thing I will say that uh, kudos to the U.S. Warriors. Uh, you know, we may not pay them well, but women athletics are taken way more seriously here than anywhere else. Oh yeah, you hear about them when the, they have like the men's or women's something, the men get all this stuff and the women only get like this much. Like the mm-hmm. national soccer like people teams? People will complain. Well no, that was the that, March a, Madness for like the oh, women's. Yeah. It was crazy and they just did a couple of videos, boom. Everything got changed. Hmm. Like the women got absolutely nothing. No, speaking about men and women. Well, like like their packets, you know, men, men they'll get a new iPad, new this, women. Here, here's a t-shirt. Dude, oh, <laughs> you know, actually the uh, internet. Here's a basketball with the NCAA logo. Yeah. No, their workout rooms were awful. It, it was like uh, It's like they went to one of our conference rooms at the Omni and just yeah. put like one little like rack and then that There's was a it. a rack, a single Man, treadmill. everything separate. They got the mats out where the squat racks are, like everything. Like a Made it beautiful. Setup. Yeah. That's crazy. They save money. It's because, and I understand, but still though, they make enough money where you can give the women something. Right. Like, come on. Oh, but an interesting thing. The U.S. national soccer team actually beat Mexico in a competitive tournament Good for, the, for the first time ever. When? Uh, it was the... This year? Yeah, just this last week. Uh, oh. It's uh, is it the League's <coughs> Cup. It's a brand new tournament that was started before the pandemic and just recently finished up in Denver. That's good. I'm glad they finally did that. They won 3-2. to two, First time beating Mexico in a competitive match like that. Oh, that's good. I think we're ever going to win a World Cup. Hell no. no. Just because not enough people here like soccer. No, a lot of people do. I mean, it's just, it's how just can you compete with the NFL? Not compared to the w- the way in other yeah. nations. Like, dude, soccer's like football this does times three. No, I'm just saying, in America, you can't compete with the NFL. Especially at the stadiums there. Like, we think fans fight here. No, go to a fucking soccer No, game. that's what happened there. Hey, like, every single, like it may have been in Denver. Collapse, like, it may have been in Denver. But every single time an American scored, the Mexican fans would throw like 
trash onto there. One of the American players got hit in the head with a bottle, a full bottle of Coke. Oh, man. Straight up just, like, to his temple. They should be a soccer. That's how soccer is in the world. Oh, yeah. We've seen that a lot. They might have just dumped some popcorn on uh, Russell Westbrook or something. I think that's part Trey of Trey Young got uh, spit on. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was, was a lot bad. of stuff. Uh, Jay, John Morant, they were, people were being racist to his, like, family. One of them called his dad, like, boy or something like that. And that was all in the past, like, three weeks. All that. I really think that's part of, you know, people getting cabin fever, too. They don't know how to act no more. Man, trouble's just our parents. Are you kidding me? All those racists had to be at home. Could it be ra- racist out yeah, in public? Yeah, and it just even worse. I'm in public. God. <laughs> just like with the QAnon group we had this last week. Oh, my God. Dude, okay, while I was at the pool, mm. hooking up there, giving people breaks, go to the restroom, let them have a smoke break, whatever. I just was slow looking over to the side in front of the hotel. Huge QAnon banner. And them protesting the election. Still. And it was just like talking about election fraud. People would be hon- driving by honking, and I saw him do, "Yeah, <laughs> oh <my> God." <laughs> uh, Jacob told me that he was up there for like the last day, and some dude walked up to them and was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Blah blah blah, and they beat the crap out of him. What? Yeah, that's what he's telling. I don't know if it's true. I didn't see it. I didn't hear anything about it. I, I forgot to look it up, but I was like, "Man, that doesn't surprise me." But hold on, wait. Who beat the crap out of who? Like the QAnon pro, or the people that we had in house uh-huh. beat the crap out of somebody that came up with like called them out on their bullshit. This happened at the hotel. Uh, in the front of the hotel, not inside, not on the hotel property, but the sidewalk that loops around the uh, the green out front. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, man. That was crazy, you know. Luckily, I didn't have to experience anything from that group. You know, I was never out interacting with. That's what. That's why I love being back in the house. Yeah. Cause yeah. you hear about the OB, some of the servers. Yeah, I heard about an incident. I don't know how. Lorenzo pissed off. Who? who? Uh, just some people. They uh, they had like Gabby was their server. They want a black server. Yeah. They yeah. No, I that. just I. But Lorenzo was mad because they ain't say anything and they gave him a white server. So Lorenzo's pissed. Lorenzo, you know, he's like, all right, y'all got my back. Fuck y'all. Like, you yeah, know, no, for real. Is, so the next OST meeting, he's gonna go in. Are y'all still having an OST meeting? We haven't had one. Nope, yeah. but they're planning on having one soon, though. Mm-hmm. I just think, you they know... Want, they want everything back to normal, so they want the OST meetings, they want all that stuff. The only, the only thing that will solve racism, that will solve a lot of problems, is education. Yeah. Oh, it is a fear. So it's, it's fear, ignorance, yeah. and it's all taught. People, when you're young, when you're a kid, you don't even see difference. You don't care. Mm-mm. You don't care at all. You, you probably think what you do like everyone does. Like, you just assume mm-hmm. when you're a kid. You mm-hmm. don't even differentiate between ethnicity or skin color. Mm-mm. You just see people as people. Mm-hmm. And that's why children are innocent. Yeah. When I was young, growing up, man, I, I, I had all kinds of friends, man. I didn't really see any difference between me. And them, you get what I'm saying? My mom, my parents always just taught me just if they're adults, you respect them. Like, you do as they are told. Like, if they tell you to do something, you do it. In my whole life, I grew up in a Christian school the whole time when I was younger. 
and I went to school. I would, they had K four and K five before kindergarten, and I had a lady, Miss Bertha. She was my first ever like teacher where I could actually like walk and stuff on my own. And she was my first teacher, nicest black lady ever. And I remember every single time I was here in the hallway, she'd always say, "Tyler," and I'd run, I'd give her a hug, all the way until I left in, in third grade, and I had her in K four, just like. You just have those experience. You have that bonding. I always remember her. She always remember me. I remember her name. I don't remember my first grade teacher's name, second grade teacher. Like I remember they were mean. That's mm -hmm. probably why I didn't. I think I remember. Man, that Christmas school man, it was a hit and miss. You can get a nice one, but man, you can get some strict ones, and they were fucking awful. I mean, yep. for me, like you just you, you were out of line. Boom, you in trouble. Yeah, I it got wasn't in trouble. just Christian. It was Catholic, right? Uh, -uh. mine no. was actually Christian. Nope, no, I never went to Catholic school. No, we knew so little about racism when I was a kid, man. There was this guy on my street at the very end of my street. He used to call my sister and I little M&Ms. And we didn't think anything of it. They we didn't think of it, right? You know, yeah. he would just say, get out of my yard, you little, you little brown M&Ms. You know, we were like, we laugh and run off. And then it didn't take, it took for me to be an adult to realize what he was calling us M&Ms for, right? Mm -hmm. So we just really didn't know much about it growing up. And then, you know, when you have that first experience with it, it, it it's... It kind of takes you back, and you're like, wait. You only some sometimes you don't, won't even notice it until you think about it later. You're like, wait, that's why he said that. I had this incident once when I was walking uh, from a friend's house. I had to, I was a freshman in high school, and where I, where I lived at the time, I lived like maybe 30 seconds away from uh, the middle school that I went to, is Austin Academy. I don't know if y'all heard of Austin yeah. Academy. So I went to Austin Academy. I lived. Like maybe 30 seconds away from the school, facing the front of the school, I had a friend who lived the same distance from the school, but in the back. Mm -hmm. So if I'm walking from my house to his house, or from his house to my house, I'm cutting through the school parking lot, right? Mm -hmm. So it, I remember one night it was cold outside, I had my hoodie on, it was around like maybe 9.30. I'm walking home, I'm tired, from my friend's house. And I, uh, I see my old band teacher, I'm not gonna say her name, but I see her, she, just she and her, her group of people just came from a band recital. I see them unloading all of the equipment, loading it into the music hall, and I recognized her right away. And I was thinking about speaking to her, but I was like, "No, nah. hey, Miss, whatever." You right? No, I was just about to do it, but then she just looked up at me because I had my hoodie on and I, I had my hands in my hoodie, and I'm walking home. But right before I, you know, looked at her and said, "You know, I'm, I might speak to her," she just looked up at me and said, "You know." Hey, just keep moving, guy. You're not gonna rob anybody over here. I, we have weapons what? over here. And I'm like, what? You know, I was just a student last year. You know, but heck no, I would have said Miss Blah Blah Blah. It's like it's me. Like what? I just kept it moving, man. I, oh, I would have done that. I would have called out. I just kept it moving. Get home and sleep. I don't have time. I uh, you see, I'm not gonna lie. I'm white. Okay, I, I've never experienced that in my life. I'm never going to claim I have, so I don't know how that feels at all. And the fact that, that it happens today, I understand it. I just think that whole frame of thought is just archaic. It is. At the end of the day, I see everybody as humans. Right. We are all the same genetically. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what you do, what you look like your ancestry, anything. We're all humans at the end of the day. That's mm -hmm. how I was raised. Mm -hmm. Me traveling, especially the different parts of the world, really cemented it. 
we are more divided by class, by occupation, yeah. than by the people above us. Yeah. And I, I don't think that until more people realize that as a whole, society will not evolve. Society yeah. has evolved many ways. Slavery was a common staple throughout history. Mm -hmm. And it's just in a few lifetimes ago we've moved past it. Not even a few lifetimes ago. Yeah, Segregation we, was especially here we still got politicians where if they decided they would still they'd probably bring slavery back and they're the ones in charge of everything. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean that's the scary part. People try to take rights away based on that, like voter uh, people try to take people's voting rights as away still. Man, oh yeah, they're still trying to do that. Yeah. They're trying to pass all sorts of shit. It yeah. has passed. Well, it's passed in, in Georgia. It's passed here in Texas. A Democratic senator in Virginia just, uh, I think he just voted on a bill that suppresses a lot of voting rights. So, I mean, it's sad that these things go on, but look, slavery, once slavery ended, uh, it, it just picked right back up with the prison system. The prison industrial complex is is ridiculous it's right? modern day slavery it's modern day slavery you got all of these private prisons you know and then you get and they make money and they make a lot of money that's exactly you know? what the name of the game is yeah yeah they make they a lot made of money. no money we wouldn't have them a lot of these things that you buy out here in the streets and in the real world was probably made by somebody in prison for maybe 25 cents a day or if, if in that. a prison in a sweatshop in some way that humans are Having their humanity taken away. Yeah. Some places, that's the best option you can have. Like, that's the only way you can have an income. But in prison, that's not the way it should be. No. Prison reform should be on the minds of almost every single American. But it doesn't need to be the way we have Especially it. the fact that these rich motherfuckers can, like, go to prison and, like, it's nice. Like, it's a nice Oh, white-collar prisons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, man. People I that screw people out of their hard-earned money and just get to live it up. Man, uh, you know, cartel members used to build prisons for themselves, and they oh, got caught. Yeah. And they oh, would be, like, just like uh, God, Escobar's name, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, Escobar. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the guy that first did that. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, let hey, me get it. You got money like that, you can do anything. Oh, I messed up. Okay, I'll go to jail. Let me build it first. Speaking about money, did you see that uh, the G7, the group of seven? You know what the G7 is, right, Tyler? Yeah. Okay. G7 just passed a international tax rate of 15%. It's going to be debated in the G20. That would mean uh, international tax rate of a flat 15% would be on everything. Hmm. That would be actually very beneficial for just about everybody. That would keep a lot of jobs from moving overseas. And keep a lot of products from being manufactured overseas. Some countries, the smaller countries, like Ireland, theirs is at like a 12.5. They're pissed off about it. That's actually the biggest detractor in all of Europe that I've heard of. Because they're small, their industry is small. Well, for like us, that. we pay like 20 some percent on stuff. So. Ours, I think our rate is like 21.5. I think well, that's that what Biden pushed for was like at least 20. France sounds awesome. Dude, France, some parts of France, it's 50%. Oh, man. That's crazy. That is crazy. How would you even survive off of that? Wages are higher. I mean, that's they like... To, they better be a lot higher. That's like uh, going back <laughs> to a little bit of sports. Uh, 
I just read that the some 49ers players are seeing like sticker shock based off of home values there. Mm. Like, how the hell am I going to be able to afford this for me and my family? That's cool. I haven't even gotten paid yet. California is outrageous with the cost of living, man. That's I read why a lot somewhere. of people are moving. Yeah, that's yeah. why a lot of people are moving here. Yeah, and they're they going to turn Texas into that, man. That's, that's exactly why the cost of living here is going up so That's much. exactly what happens. People from out of state will <clears> move, but they won't leave their ideologies that turned wherever they're from into the reason why they're moving. Yeah, I have read somewhere that if you make $100,000 in California, you're still considered popular. That's insane. $100,000 a year, you're still considered popular. Dude, we'd be rich as fuck over here. Right. Right, people are selling their homes, little homes. I wouldn't, never, I wouldn't even care about my bills. I probably wouldn't even look at the number on them if I made $100,000. I'd be like, $500,000 here? Now, no, I look at everything. Is this right? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm saying like a $500,000 house here. Oh, this is $15 higher than that. That's fucking nice. That's nice. In California? That ain't shit. It's a little, maybe a three-bedroom house. Barely. Maybe a two-bedroom. Yeah. It's crazy. So you can sell your house there for $500,000, move to Texas, and get a $250,000 beautiful home. That's way bigger than everything. You see, this is... Bigger yard, more land. Things like that. in your pocket. Things like that, the whole societal talk too. It, I've been thinking like that for a long way. I'm always, I'm always happy to be proved wrong because I like to learn. Mm -hmm. But things like that have shaped my worldview. I, I, I'm a libertarian. I believe in letting people, letting societal norms go out the window. You, you want to, you're gay, that's fine. You want to own guns, that's fine. You want to grow weed, that's fine. Do what you want to do as long as it doesn't hurt people or take away other people's freedoms. When it comes to the economy, stuff like what's going on in California, overtaxation and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I want to reduce the deficit. I want to get out of wars. I want peace and prosperity for everybody. Yeah. And I don't know why it's so hard to, for people just to, you know, live and let live. Because some people don't want to change the status quo. Why not? If the status quo changes, that means... They lose money. They lose money. You know, so... Everything's about money. Yeah, that's what drives the world. Wars. They want wars. Why? Because a lot of people make money off of war. War is, is a racket. Right. War is the biggest racket. Yeah. Hell, I, that's why I swear if... Maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe we didn't find proof of aliens. Because I think if they did, and there was a threat, we'd already be at war. Imagine how much money we'd be making if, uh, if there was an uh, extraterrestrial war. There ain't with extraterrestrial. Man, I feel like if there was though, we would just in a blink of an eye we'd just die. Who knows? Maybe they're uh, like I said. Maybe their military technology didn't progress. Maybe we're on a board. Because I feel like they'd have to. Because we're not gonna go to them. They had to come to us. So if they came to us, well, that all depends on how quickly their information travels. Like right. I said, if it's a tr if it's a probe that saw us. 100 years ago, 50 years ago, they'd probably expect that because maybe their technology doesn't improve as quickly as ours. There's this uh, alternate history uh, author, Harry Turtledove, has a book series just on, uh, on the same thing about an alien invasion at the start of World War II. Their probes had gone through 200 years prior. And they were just at, you know, militarily, they 
had to advance for like centuries. Their biggest things were like nukes. They had spaceships and everything, mm -hmm. but they were a reptilian race, and they expected us to still have swords and primitive like cannons. And they still tried to come in. World War Two and Hitler, Stalin, and the Allies banded together. And beat them. No. I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> it's a good read. I love reading. But if you're interested in aliens and history, that right there, that series is... Yeah, it's not like I would definitely read. But, I don't know. I think humanity would be... Uh, I wouldn't want to mess with humanity if I was an alien. You wouldn't? No. I mean, just sitting back and watching how we do each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely yeah I'd just let them be. Let them be. I think I'll pass on this earth thing and go somewhere else. You know, Resources, we don't have anything real valuable. We can, only, we can only measure stuff we know by what we know. But do you think we would really, if, if, if UFOs landed right here and aliens introduced themselves to us, do you think we would really do them harm? Yeah, just given how we what, you always mean like us? each other, like humans. Will we will we look at them like like uh the Mayans look at the conquistadors as gods? Or will we look at them and be like, they're different, let's discriminate and try to lock them up and take what we can. Imagine all the religious people. Not just that. I feel like new religions would form one. Right. Two, where they land. Depends. It really depends where they land. More accepting cultures? Probably less hostile. But you never know until you're there. In the United States, I know we try to get in with them so they'd be on our side. That's what we try to do. Maybe. Maybe we see that as the biggest threat and we try to eliminate it. We jump the gun. Yeah, I think that would be Three, uh, what do they look like? Do they do they breed the same way we do? Are they humanoid? Are they reptilian? Are they something entirely different? Are they the fucking spaghetti monster from Pastafarianism? Who knows? Like, I think if they look like anything other than humans, it would be hard for us to wrap our minds around it. I mean, what if they're reptilian and they're like a humanoid? What if they're humans but they're like teal? Kind of like the big-headed little green man. Yeah. There's something of a humanoid shape I think we'd be able to accept, but if they were like giant cockroaches, or something like that. Yeah, we'd probably have We'd, we'd immediately, yeah. straight up. You gotta do war. something about it, yeah. You gotta do something about it. I don't want my. I don't want to be invaded by a bunch of roach-looking creatures. Hell no. What if they were peaceful as fuck? What if that all they wanted to do was help us? See, know, that's man. the thing. That's the thing. Do you think, with all the racism and uh, distrust we have of humans, do you think anything besides hum like something that is almost near identical to humanity would be met with anything but aggression? I think if 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 they did come, they would have to establish dominance over us immediately. For the simple fact, if they came and they were very peaceful, mm -hmm. and they showed us time and time again that they are very peaceful, they would not harm us. I think eventually humanity will still look at them and see that they're different, mm -hmm. and still that's when our natural, our natural racism and all of that would kick in. Oh you know yeah. what I'm saying? Knowing that this, these things won't hurt us. But if they came down and showed us, like, look, this is what we are. We're this far more advanced than you are, and we can 
pretty much thank y'all. This is our history. Yeah. This is how we came to be here. Right. Not giving away any secrets or anything, I'm sure, I but just like saying this. The aliens need, they need to land in the Vatican, and they'll be alright. Uh, really? With Man, the they got Pope? their own astronomers, they've already said they believe in aliens, they're good. I don't know, but the, the head of a religion? That'd be, yeah, that'd be... What? But you would think they before they would land, they would study the planet and Interior, decide yeah. themselves where to land. That'd be a. I'd say that depending on their society or what their intentions are, they would choose differently. They always depict it being Washington D.C., New York, yeah. London, Paris. They'll probably land somewhere in Africa, somewhere maybe. Antarctica, that would be the best. Yeah. You know, worry about shit. They just go there, they establish their presence, they start sending out their broadcasts, hey, we're here, we're set up, Meet don't us fuck here. with us, meet us here, we're gonna tell you what's up. That would be one interesting day, right? Dude, that'd be interesting. Things would change. We'd probably start a new calendar after that. The day that they came, that would be another holiday. That would be a whole day holiday. after contact. Yeah, right? New time. Uh, instead of uh, BC and AD or whatever, AC or after contact. Yeah, yeah there you go. Right. AC, I mean, we're already kind of what, what, at AC already after mm -hmm. Christianity. Or no, now it's uh, BCE and CE. So, what is the E? Uh, Christianity existed before Christianity existed. For you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the BC stood for bicentennial time or something like that. I don't know. BC don't was know. before Christianity. Oh, okay. They they changed that a few years ago. Okay. Yeah, so no, they, they changed that. They changed that. Uh, they they did it strictly for like scientific purposes and stuff like that, but not to piss people off. Okay. I don't know. Who does? Will we ever see it? I doubt it. No, probably not. I hope, but no. If you guys could time travel, what what part of history would you go to? Just to watch, not interact, just see see it happen. Man. Man. I always felt like when the founding fathers were like alive and stuff back in that day. I always thought that would be badass to be around them. To see how they were. Just see how to the see the contradictions. That would be a great period. Because they were all very smart, but they were full of contradictions. Rights for every man. Hmm. Turn around and go home to their plantation. I know, right? <laughs> I always thought the Roman times. Like the Colosseum? Imagine the Colosseum just bumping. Having all these events. Some stuff. Just, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I bet those were really jumping. I'd really like to go to ancient Greece. I don't know where Listen I would to like Especially once you Plano, see all the buildings, because I went to Rome. All those buildings are amazing. And it's just like, I was like, dude, this city No, I know the time period I would want to go to. What's that? I would want to go towards, to the uh, Bronze Age Collapse. It's one of the periods we know next to nothing about. Yeah. The Sea Peoples supposedly destroying almost every civilized nation. Yeah, we ain't got no Sea Peoples. No, that's what they were called. Uh, wave after wave of invaders coming from un far, like undeveloped areas in Europe, attacking Mesopotamia, destroying the ancient kingdoms of Assyria, Babylon, 
Hittites, Egypt. We'll take a see that. Uh, I would go to all the gaps in history. I, I call it a gap in history if you don't know. What's that, that line, one li library that got burned down and had like the most information? The Library of Alexandria? Yes. Mm -hmm. I wonder how, how far along we would be if that never got destroyed. There's a lot of stuff in there. You probably have a lot better understanding. Of, uh, they said 90, like 99, 95, 99% of those documents that were all destroyed were priceless one copy items that held ancient cultures, a lot of translations. A lot of history. A whole lot of history. Like imagine how many Rosetta Stones could have been in there. I know. Yeah. Why would one want to burn all of that down? Destroy all of that information. Information is power. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys heard of that? I mean, this is an old movie, uh, Fahrenheit 451. Uh -huh. I think that's the name of it. I had to read that Amazing book in book. ninth grade. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, that's like, uh, you ever read, uh, 1942? No, but I read 1984. I mean, 1984, sorry. Yeah, I had the book in my car, as a matter of fact. George Orwell. Mm hmm. Have you ever heard of Aldous Huxley? Mm hmm. It was his teacher. Okay. He wrote Brave New World. I read that. I think Brave New World is the society, is way closer to the society that we're listening or living in than uh, 1984. 1984. Yeah, okay. I feel like it's a mix, but Brave New World, everything is. Done through distraction. That's the world we live in. Yeah. Everything we consume is basically a distraction. That's the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Very right. I don't know. If we knew all the answers, why even live? Yeah, there you go. Live to find out the answers. And if you find the answer, you're just going to have more questions. Yeah, what oh are you going to yeah. do with it, right? What are you going to do with the answer? Right. Hell, if you Probably find the meaning more. of life, nobody will ever believe you. No. That's why we have so many religions. Like, cult leaders can do a lot of damage. Oh, my God. My grandma actually had a friend who uh, went to Jonestown. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's it. That's a hell of a documentary if you've never seen it, Tyler. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of documentaries on cults. There was you a lot of big Town? ones back in the day. I might have seen that one. With Jim Jones? <coughs> Just imagine <coughs> how charismatic you have to be to get all of these people to follow you to, to their death. Right? That's the Heaven's crazy. Gate cult. God. That's mm -hmm. another terrible one. That was in existence Waco. in the 70s. Yeah, Dave Koresh. I... I I, I mean, a charismatic leader could lead you to great things, or it can lead you to great things, and before you know it, the rug's pulled out underneath you, and you realize you've been walking towards hell the whole time. Like, look at Hitler. Yeah. Promise the world. Mm-hmm. And do that is horrible to Good. Yeah. Maybe, I mean one of the worst people to ever live. Easily not the worst. Stalin did worse. Mao did worse. Hell, an old... King Leopold. An old uh, Mongolian killed more people. Back with less technology, which is wild. 
So I ask myself, you know, all of these, this is the question about fate, things being written in stone. So all of these dictators we've had in the past that caused all of these major genocides, you have your Hitler, you have your Paul Potts, King Leopold II, and all of that, the Stalins, who killed millions of people all in one city. How, 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 how do I want to say this? Was it meant for these guys to exist? Because things obviously changed afterwards, right? So was it meant for these things to happen in order for the world to move on? Like as a example of learning tool? I don't know. Like, what would life be like if these guys never came into fruition? If World War II never happened because of a Hitler, let's say, where would we be today? World War II would have happened regardless. It would have happened regardless. It would have happened regardless because of World War One and the Treaty of Versailles. Mm. I still, I will stand on this one until I am convinced otherwise. But I believe that if Germany, and or if the U.S. either sided with Germany or stayed out of the war, and Germany had won, we would not have the world we live in now. Exactly. Uh, world War Two never would have happened, and the sti- there would be no stability problems in the Middle East. Uh, the Ottoman Empire would have fallen apart and created a much more natural Middle East and Africa. Right. But do they stand as examples? Yeah. Fascism barely exists in the world now. Mm. That's a great thing. Mm. Communism, on the other hand, Stalin, Pol Pot, Mao, throughout any other communist leader you want, it doesn't matter. The people will never view it as they do fascism because it wasn't the enemy. They were allies at the time. The Cold War happened. You still have people even here in the U.S. that believe that that's the solution. It just has never been done right. Really? There's still a, U- a U.S. Communist Party. I mean, that, that's the leading form of government in death count ever. Communist? Yeah. That's crazy. But, do they teach you? Yeah, you can learn from the past, but a lot of people learn from it and say, oh, if you just change a little bit here and there, we'll do it again, it'll be better. Well... Excuse me for sounding ignorant, because I don't know much about this subject. But okay, so without the Nazi party, once Germany fell, we took all of their sciences from Germany. It was spread between America and Russia. And we wouldn't, from there we had, yeah. yeah, so from there we ended up with rocket technology. Well, rocket technology was already de- in development in the U.S. and the U.K. at the time. Uh, there were prototypes that were never flown. Uh, the UK was the only other country in World War II that actually flew a fighter that was powered by rockets in World War II, aside from Germany. It was called the Meteor. Um, they definitely advanced US technology. What about the turbine engine? Was that already in development? Or was that the Germans? The Germans work? had it in the works. They had it in the works. It was on its way. I mean, literally at that point, they, it wasn't turbines. They weren't jets. They were, they were transitioning. They were like the V two rockets, literally rockets. Right. But they had a few of them in, in service, right? Yeah, okay. they did. If they had, if they had had that in, I don't know, the battle over Britain, when, before D Day, before, the Eastern Front had fallen apart. Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I'm, uh, 
The fact that that scourge of fascism fell is a good thing for everyone. Yes, it is. It was <coughs> systematically targeting somebody is terrible. terrible. Right. You know, a cage isn't just built for one group. Whoever when they're feels. done with that group, yeah. and you're the bottom of the totem pole, you're next. Yeah, yeah whoever they feel necessary, whoever deems the fit, right? That's the, that's, that's the same thing with the prison industrial complex. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I just think the world, the way the world is going, man. I just, I just think that we're, it's it's been so strange for the past few years, right? I think we're headed towards something that's uh, that we've never seen before, and I think time and time again, it's, it's we've been shown that we've been seeing like last year the pandemic. You know, I've never I've been here 35 years. I've never seen anything like this. I know my predecessors have seen something similar to this. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that we had a pandemic. And it was just the flu. And it was just the flu. Well, to what so they say, but we have our, we have politicians here who actually wrote it off mm -hmm. as a hoax. You know, these yeah, they do that and then they get a How vaccine. many deaths didn't need to happen? Right. And they say, oh, the child could have grown up to cure cancer. That child could have done something amazing. But the flip side is also there. I mean, going back to Hitler. He was saved as a child by like a, I heard about a this Catholic story. priest. I heard about this story. Yeah. Imagine if that priest didn't save him. Right. So that's what that goes back to my question. These people were they meant to happen in history? Is is life predetermined or is it up to human action and choice? I mean that's just a philosophical question that yeah. we'll never know the answer of. You'll never know, right? Do you actually decide to do what you want to do and do or is it already chosen for you? just act on it thinking you have that choice. Is this a simulation or is it not a simulation? Or are we all just puppets? I don't know. We never, we never will. We never mm -hmm. That's why life is a mystery. That's why we're lucky enough to ask questions and cursed enough to ask questions. Right. If we never had to ask questions, life would be simpler. Does that, does that mean you're truly alive? I think it's good that we ask questions, man. Yeah, I like that. That's why I like space. That's yeah. why I like aliens. It's good it's to like, alright, boring here. What's out there? That's how I look at it. I get bored easily, if anything. Are you in Aquarius? It's like... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you, are you in Aquarius? No. Uh, what are you? You don't know? Aries. Okay. You are not a... Knowing when I know a little bit of about astrology, you're not a normal except for when you get pissed off. <laughs> Alright, if you had to guess, what would I be? You see, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not into all of that. So why did you say that? Because I, I, a lady once told me, she asked me when my birthday was, mm -hmm. and she said, oh, you're an Aquarius, you get bored easily. I said, oh yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. I don't that's stick to one subject very long. common for everyone. That's why even like with Harry, some things are like, oh, that's like you. I was like, well, yeah, some of them are. I mean, it's like, Nah, but when you get mad, you get mad. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people when they get mad. There they was get one mad. time he got pissed off, and I walked up to him. I was like, "Are you gonna be mad for the rest of the night? So just go home." He just kind of stopped what he was doing. He looked at me. He was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go home." <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I get mad, I feel like it's hard to get me out of that. You know that feeling. And I gotta talk myself out of it. Me too. Me, it's been on what I'm mad about. Like some things, yeah, I'll get mad and I'll be fine. I like when we're in charge on the outlets, you know, you 
employee does something, you get mad, and then you move on. Yeah. You yell at them, say how you feel, you feel better. But I mean, if you're really in the shits, and it's just constantly, and you're just getting pissed off about it. Well, that's it's just how Obi was my whole life, yeah. way back in the day, Pretty every much. day, that's how Obi felt. God, Just a never-ending hate. August can't get here soon enough. What's in August? Our outlets are going to start opening up again. Uh, at least they're actually remodeling. That makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. They're getting shit done, finally. Oh, no. Coal Vines looks completely gutted. It is. Heck yeah, the bar's off. It looks nice. I just wanted to put it out there. I'm a Capricorn, and I feel like I fit that pretty decently. Uh, I'm at the borderline between Capricorn and Aquarius. I'm, I'm January 21st. Oh, yeah, you're right there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like the borderline, too. I'm December 23rd. Right between, uh, uh, not the Sagittarius and Capricorn, so. I don't know. I don't really believe in that too much. I, I, I hear people talk about it all the time. Oh, you know. people love that stuff. Yeah, they do. Horoscope, sure. I mean, believe what you want. Let, let it reflect upon you, but don't live your life based on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm an Aquarius. I have to do it like this. People do that, though. I know. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. Way more it. than you'd want to know. It's yeah. hard. I, I think it's because people want direction in their life, and they want something saying what they are. Right. Like, people on dates will be like, what are you on this? They're like, oh, no, I'm like another date. Like, yeah, nah, it ain't gonna work. We could have been your life partner. You know, you know it's, it's crazy. It's like that's why I, I, don't, I don't date Gemini's. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and they will be like, why? Well, I dated one. Well, yeah. so well he says here in the magazine that Gemini's generally aren't genuine people. <laughs> people believe in too much Man, yeah, I don't. I just, you know, you you deal with people. Once they show you who they really are, you better believe it. You get what I'm saying? I mean, unless they're just conning, they're just conning their way through life. A lot of people do that too. Yeah, yeah, and you know you can eat a con artist. I'm telling you, you, you can never know what a person's life until their back is against the wall. Right. I mean, that's everybody. You know, that's everybody. That's my point. I mean, that's that fight or flight. Uh, yeah. Thing. But you know, it's like the whole Andy's Mountain scenario coming back. Would you do anything you had to to survive? It's like if you think you're gonna get a. Arrested by the cops, I run. <laughs> I remember we were smoking behind my dad's house in the, in the driveway, and we didn't know this happened at the time. But all of a sudden, like he's like the third house from the main road, so all of a sudden I see like flickering lights, like behind us, like not right behind us, just you could tell they're down the alley. You can see the reflection from all of the the fences and stuff. Well. Little did I know, he was just making a U.E. He just pulled into the driveway, pulled out, turned around. Like, I just saw the lights were all in my car. I just <laughs> got out of my car and ran to the <laughs> Everyone in the car, they just sat there for like two seconds. Like, what are we? And then everyone, everyone followed me. Everyone ran in there. And we're literally, my dad's sleeping. I was not staying at my dad's house. And I was like staying at like my mom's. So we literally were quiet. We ran into my dad's house and just like peeked out the window, and there was nothing. But it's just like I didn't even think. I just saw those lights. I just boom, ran right out of my car and just ran. Man, I I was like, nope, because I knew by the time they came down, like, oh, I'm gonna make this corner, but they come, they ain't gonna see me. You always find a way to get at least one weed reference. 
every fucking yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, man, uh, we're right about at our limit. Any closing remarks? Anybody? Definitely. Not right. Alien talking today. I love alien stuff. Yeah, so I guess all we talk about. I it. love. I love that stuff. Too. I feel like the longer we have, like the podcast, the more we talk about aliens. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad thing. People eat it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, the chance I get about some new possibility of alien anything, I'll devour that. I love the subject. Well, especially with the government now talking about that UFO stuff, so hopefully uh, something happens soon. Well, like I say, uh, we live the Chinese curse, an old proverb, may you live in interesting times. Yes, indeed. And we sure as hell oh, Very interesting. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mama. Oh, my mama. All right. 